Welcome to The Biggest Story Podcast, a show where we discover how God's Word fits together as we walk through a new Bible story each week. Last week, we heard a story about a great and godly leader of Israel called the Lord's Word and Samuel from 1 Samuel 1 and 3. In that story, we learned the big truth that God's people should obey and share God's Word, the Bible. This week's story is called The Rise and Fall of King Saul, and it comes from 1 Samuel 8-15. Way back in Genesis, God promised that He would send a king to destroy evil and bless the nations. The king would come from the line of Judah, and he would be the Lion of Judah. Jesus was this Lion King from Judah's line. Alapena, all of Amitua. You said it wrong. And it's not that Lion King anyway. And before we get to King Jesus, we start with King Saul. Saul wasn't a great king because he wasn't always a good man. And he wasn't who God had in mind when he thought of the right king for Israel. This is why when Israel demanded a king, the Lord said, They have rejected me from being king over them. Israel demanded a king? Yep. They wanted a king that was just like all the other nations. A powerful man who was like a god. Someone who would rule them in his own strength. They wanted a great king instead of our great God. Well, God gave them what they wanted. Let's see what happens. And let's see how God brings about his good plan, even through Israel's bad decision. Chapter 26 The Rise and Fall of King Saul 1 Samuel 8-15 to Be careful what you ask for. You just might get it. When Samuel was old, he made his two sons judges over Israel. They were bad judges, taking bribes and treating people unfairly. So the people of Israel asked Samuel to give them a king. You're old, they said, and your sons are dirty, rotten scoundrels. We want a king like all the other nations. Samuel warned them that a king was a bad idea. A king would take their fields and their flocks, their children and their livestock. Israel didn't care. They wanted someone to lead their armies. They wanted a god they could see. They wanted to be like everyone else. So God gave them a king. And he looked the part. Saul was very handsome and a head taller than all the other men. For a time, Things went well for Saul. He defeated Israel's enemies and brought the kingdom together. The men of Israel rejoiced greatly that Saul was their king. But the good times didn't last. Once, when Samuel was delayed from coming, Saul disobeyed the Lord and offered sacrifices he wasn't supposed to offer. Saul was trying to please the people, but he ended up displeasing God. God wanted a man after his own heart, not a king who tried to please the hearts of men. Another time, Saul held back some of the spoils of war and kept for himself 
what he should have destroyed. Once again, Saul had feared the people instead of fearing God. He obeyed the voice of the crowd instead of obeying the voice of God. Even when Saul said he was sorry for his mistake, he was still concerned that God honor him before the people. Saul may have looked strong on the outside, but he was puny on the inside. He was not a man after God's own heart, but a king who chased the hearts of his people. This was not the king Israel needed and not the king God wanted. The Lord would have to find another king for his people. If we are going to live the right way and believe the right things, we cannot think that people are big and God is small. We must decide in our hearts that pleasing God is always more important than going along with the crowd. Israel rejected God as their king and wanted a human king for the wrong reasons, which led to all sorts of trouble. Their bad choice would be bad for them, but their bad choice would not stop God's perfect plan. He would still establish his forever kingdom through his son, Jesus, the perfect king. This is how God works throughout history. He did with Joseph. And with Jesus, too. Those are great examples. Jesus is born as the king of the Jews, but his own people, the Jews, reject him. They mock him and crucify him. But that rejection brings about God's good plan. Jesus dies and the snake crusher is crushed. Yes. Jesus dies and rebellious sinners are forgiven. Jesus dies and new life comes to spiritually dead people. Jesus dies and he is crowned king. The Apostle Paul says about this that God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Only God could plan something as good as Jesus' reign through something as bad as Jesus' death. That brings us to today's big truth. Our good God is the only king we need. Okay, are you ready for this week's memory verse? Our verse for this week is 2 Samuel 7, 12 and 13. I will raise up your offspring after you, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Say it with me, so repeat after me. 2 Samuel 7, 12 and 13. 2 Samuel 7, 12 and 13. I will raise up your offspring after you. I will raise up your offspring after you. And I will establish the throne. And I will establish the throne. Of his kingdom forever. Of his kingdom forever. Great job. Now keep practicing this verse through the week. It's a great way to hide God's word in your heart. To close our lesson for today, please pray along with me. Forgive us, Lord, for trying to impress everyone except you. Help us to do things your way, no matter what. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Biggest Story Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend 
so that they can learn more about the big story of the Bible, too. You can visit TheBiggestStory.com to download coloring pages and activity sheets for today's lesson. There you'll also find other resources like memory verse cards, posters, videos, and more. The Biggest Story Podcast is a production of Crossway. The King and the Dragon by James Shrimpton is a picture book for kids that celebrates God's victory over sin and death. Find this beautifully illustrated children's book and more by visiting crossway.org.